for a Wednesday. We are joined by Dr. Catherine O'Connor. She's a surgeon in St. Mary's Health System. Now, I asked this on Monday, and of course, you weren't here to answer it, so I'll ask it now. Any relation to Carol O'Connor or any other famous O'Connors of no, any type? No, none, famous none, none. Okay, just checking. Just, you know, O'Connors, Irish, were everywhere. I know, I know. I just, I like to ask, though, because you never know. Somebody might come in and be like, oh, I think that's a third cousin. That was uh, <laughs> Uncle Donnie's uh, brother-in-law or something. Right, you know, you never right. know how that's going to work. You never, you never know. Um, how long have you been at St. Mary's now? I came to St. Mary's about a month and a half ago, but I've been in Maine for 10 years. Oh, really? Uh, what uh, what part? You... Um, I was down in Sanford, a good old hospital originally. Oh, yes. Right. Sanford is... Uh, we we still consider Sanford part of Maine, even though it's down south. Like, yeah, it's, really, it's yeah. only 18 miles from the coast. For, right, yeah. It's, you know. it's right there. It is, it is right there. So that's good. What brought you up here? The job. Really? Exactly. Yeah. You like the area? Very much like the area. My husband and I were temporarily relocated to uh, New York State, and when the opportunity came to come back to Maine, we jumped on it. I can I can certainly see why uh, why you came in, that's for sure. Uh, now, you've been a surgeon for 23 years. How did you get involved in surgery? Well, originally I was going to do family practice with a sports medicine fellowship, and then I did my third year medical student rotation in surgery, and it was downhill from there. Right. <laughs> That's usually how that works. Do you think surgeons get a bad rap in those TV shows? You know, oh, the, yeah. the hospital TV yeah. shows. It's always about the surgeons, and it, I always the feel like the surgeons. The controversy. Are, yeah, 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 always. Though we all agreed, the movie The Doctor yeah. um, was actually pretty accurate for that time and, and space and the attitudes. Um, and I, we used to have a lot of medical students who say, "Well, what movie should I watch?" And like. You need to watch that one so that you don't do those behaviors. Right. Yeah. No. That's uh, that's fantastic. Now, where did you uh, where did you go to school? A lot of a uh, lot of education for this, I assume. Oh yeah. Um, I did my undergrad at the University of South Florida in Tampa. I lived with my grandfather and commuted, and then stayed there for medical school. Did not live with my grandfather then. Yeah, and I, then, I, I could see where that'd be a little difficult going yeah. to Tufts. Yeah, that's and, for sure. And um, then came back and did my residency at Bay State Medical Center in Springfield, Mass., which is part of Tufts. Nice. And uh, practiced there for 13 years and then moved here to Maine when we had the chance. University of South Florida is the Bulls, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They're really good. I like their their logo, their helmet logo. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. The, we didn't have football when I was there. Yeah, they, they came kind of new. I think it was like late 90s or right, something like right. that. So right around that vicinity. So And you moved to Maine in 2006, been here Correct. ever since. So Coming up, we're going to be talking about um, breast surgery because that's what she specializes in. Of course, uh, following the breast cancer theme after last hour, we'll have more on the way. It's a St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. For more information on St. Mary's, you can find them online at St. Mary's, Maine. Com. It's 811 and 56 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z. Eric Lamar with the greatest Maine's Big Z. More music, better variety, always online, mainsbigz.com. It's the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. Find St. Mary's online, St. Mary's Health Systems online at stmarysmaine.com. We are talking with Dr. Catherine O'Connor. Now, what does the FACS stand for? I'm, I'm going to assume it's some type of surgeon. I'm going to guess the S stands for surgeon at the end. Yeah, it's the Fellowship of the American College of Surgeons. It's the overarching surgery group. Um, so it's not just general surgeons, neurosurgeons, OBGYN, um, plastic surgeons, um, and they are the main group 
And then you have the little subspecialty groups, different subspecialties underneath that. And that's based off of you know what you what you chose to specialize in, which in this case was uh, was breast surgery. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what now? What made you specialize in breast surgery? There's a lot of parts of the body that need to be surgically operated on. Yeah, I do general surgery as well. About half my practice has always been breast surgery. Um, girls like to talk to girls. Yeah. And um, so j- that has always been part of my life as a surgeon. How has it, uh, it evolved over the years? Um, because of the rapid change in breast cancer care and actually breast health care overall, um, it's become more and more of a you've got to keep up with it. Um, it's not something that you can maybe see a couple of people every once in a while. Um, it's really become focused. And there are some people who actually go and do more training after they do their general surgery training, and that's all they see. That's their entire complete practice. And that's what you see in really large urban areas. I see. That makes a, makes a lot of sense. Now, what are, what are some of the most frequent procedures you're performing in the OR? Um, on the general surgery side? Either, either or. Yeah. On the general surgery side, gallbladders, hernias, intestinal stuff, appendix, um, all that stuff you you go to the emergency room or see a general surgeon for. And then for the breast side, it's both breast cancer care, but also breast health. There are a lot of things that are not cancer that are problems with the breast or concerns, and that needs to be addressed. Now, would a reduction be considered a, a health issue, or is that considered a like a plastic surgery issue? It's a health issue in that it can cause women to have a lot of back, neck, and shoulder pain. Um, it can really be a problem for skin care as well. Just because of the skin rubbing, you can't get a bra that fits. You end up with these grooves in your shoulders. Um, and that, that particular surgery is something that plastic surgeons do. We are talking with Dr. Catherine O'Connor. She is a surgeon at St. Mary's Health System. She specializes in breast surgery. And, of course, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we're talking about that today. St. Mary's Community Connection Hour. We'll have more on the way. You can find more about St. Mary's online. Just go to stmarysmaine.com. Maybe coming up, I'll even... I haven't done the uh, the urgent care and uh, emergency room wait room times yet. I have to do that. I think I'm contractually <laughs> obligated each one of these to do that because it's on the website, I'm pretty sure. 821, 56 degrees, Maine's Big Z. Welcome back. Segment number three of the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. It's Maine's Big Z. More music better variety. You know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we're talking with Catherine O'Connor. Uh, she's a surgeon over at St. Mary's Health System. Find them online at stmarysmaine.com. Specializes in breast and general surgery. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You know, we talked about that last hour, and we're continuing that here today. Let's talk about some of the risk factors for breast cancer, and are there risk factors that women have control over? Well, the ones that we don't have control over is it's more common in girls. And there's nothing we can do about the aging process. All of us are getting older, and that increases your risk. Um, you really can't do anything about your family either. The genes that you get are the genes that you get. But that only accounts for 10 to 15% of breast cancer. So everybody else is bad luck. Um, but there are some things we can do to change that luck. Um, some of the things that we talk about with patients when they come to see us is, have you ever had a child and have you had that child before the age of 30, but especially 35? Women who have not had children are at higher risk. Does that mean you need to change anything? No, you have to get your mammograms. You should do your self-breast exam. Um, breastfeeding does help. So if you are able to best breastfeed, that does have a protective effect. Alcohol intake, absolutely. When it's averaged out over the course of a week, you want to keep it to less than two servings of alcohol 
per day. And we're talking servings, we're talking six ounces. We're not talking that big glass of wine. Are you not talking about the 24-ounce beer Pilsner is what (laughs) you're saying? Okay, all right. Yeah, little six ounce, the little traditional, almost like a sniffer kind of thing. Okay. Um, And then for women who have gone through menopause, trying to keep your weight down so you're not meeting the level of being obese, and for not using hormone replacement pills for menopause symptoms for any longer than you need to. Now, the American Cancer Society's estimates that in uh, or estimates that in 2016, about 246,000 uh, new cases of invasive breast cancer will be diagnosed in women in the United States, and it's the second leading cause of cancer death in women. Um, let's talk about the importance of the screenings of the breast exams. When do those start, and how often should that be happening, and do those same guidelines also apply to men? Well, the guidelines don't apply to men. Um, We try and get men to do self-exam because there's problems they can have that have nothing to do with breast cancer that do have um, breast as the the cause. Um, For women, just average. You have no family history. um, And we're talking mother, sister, aunt, grandmother, two generations. Um, Just breast self-exam, you should always do. You should be taught how to do that as a teenager and keep doing it throughout your life. Uh, Yes. We don't find a whole lot of breast cancers in young women, but it does happen. We find more benign things that women need to address in the younger years. So doing a breast self-exam, will that save your life from breast cancer death? More often than not, no. When you look at the statistics, 30, 40 years, but there are other things that women need to know about and watch out for. When we talk about mammograms, the current recommendations are you should start at 40, And then based on your health, your family history, any issues that you have with your breasts going forward every one to two years, and then starting at 50 every year going forward. When to stop, that's one of those controversial areas. A lot of women are saying, well, I'm too old. I'm too old to get breast cancer. But we know that as you age, your risk goes up. So currently, we recommend that if you are a healthy older woman, even if you're in your early to late 70s, even if you're 80, if it looks like you're gonna be alive in another 10 years and you're kicking around and you're doing things, even if all the mammograms you've ever had have been okay, keep doing it. Because it's, it, you don't give up. It's not like, you know, oh, I'm gonna get breast cancer, I'm gonna die. That's not what happens. Breast cancer in the older population, meaning 70 and up is a different kettle of fish than women who get it before the age of 50 for sure. Sounds uh, sounds like a lot of good information there, which is good. Now, you guys are accredited by the American College of Surgeons and Commission on Cancer. What what does that mean for the patients in the situation? Accreditation by the American College of Surgeons and then the National Association of Breast Care Programs um, is a very time-intensive, very resource-intensive process. It means we have programs in place for patient care, patient support, specific services that must be offered um, and that also have to be accredited themselves. So like the Department of Radiology, they have to have their mammogram equipment and the physicians who read the mammograms, they have to be vetted and accredited. So it's a multi-step process and that gets reviewed every three years. Literally, a reviewer comes and spends an entire day looking at the processes that we have in place. Do we meet the national standards? So when you look at it, Sloan Kettering, they're accredited. MD Anderson, they're accredited. We're accredited. That assures patients that the service is available. If we have them, 
We're all doing the same thing. If there's a service that we don't have, we have a process in place to get you where you want to go. So if a breast cancer patient needs some kind of specialized care that we don't offer right here, we know where to send them to get it. We are talking with Dr. Catherine O'Connor. She's a surgeon at St. Mary's Health System. She specializes in breast and general surgery. We'll have more on the way with her. For more information about St. Mary's Maine, go to stmarysmaine.com. One more segment on the way. It's the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. You're listening to Maine's Big Z. And welcome back. Fourth and final segment of the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. Dr. Catherine O'Connor is in with us. Find more information about St. Mary's online at stmarysmaine.com. Dr. O'Connor is a surgeon over there specializing in breast and general surgery. And we are talking about a lot of things involving Breast Cancer Awareness Month this month. Um, St. Mary's works in partnership with Maine Health to expand the care team of several specialty services for patients in the local community. Oncology is one of those services. Can you tell us a little bit more about that partnership and also about the breast health program and cancer services offered at St. Mary's? Sure. With Maine Health, it affords us the opportunity to have a seamless relationship between the facilities so that if a patient needs care down at Maine Med, everything gets transferred. They don't have to be schlepping around getting stuff to take with them, such as CAT scans, MRIs, you know, paperwork from here, paperwork from there. It all gets sent. It gets sent seamlessly. We have what are called nurse navigators with both the breast program as well as our oncology program. So if you have pancreas cancer, it's not a surgery we do here, and you need to see one of the specialists at Maine Med, our navigator talks to their navigator, and it all happens, and they are helping you and are available to get you through that process. With the breast program at St. Mary's, it gives some place local for patients to go. Um, we can do most of the care here. Again, if you need something that's uber specialized or is not available, it's a seamless check to get you down there. Um, the whole thing is to make it as easy for patients as possible. Uh, Dottie Guild, who's our nurse navigator for breast, the minute you cross her, her radar, you are part of that team and she's going to help you go through coordinating with insurances, making sure your appointments are all set, um, getting you through. It's a long process. It's not a one and done kind of thing. Um, a lot of women do need care afterwards, both with us as surgeons and then you're talking medical oncology, you're talking radiation therapy. All of that is part of the team and we keep it together as a team, as a support to keep you going through that process. Um, and for most women, it's five years of, of seeing us on a regular basis. And for some folks, it's beyond that now. Talking with Dr. Catherine O'Connor. She's a surgeon over at St. Mary's Health Systems. She specializes in breast and general surgery. It's the St. Mary's Community Connection Hour for a Wednesday. Um, Maine Health has a new partnership with the Dana-Farber Dana Cancer Institute. How does that extend to patients here at St. Mary's? I assume it's, it's even if you need more uber-specialized stuff, you now have that access to it. Boston has such great hospitals down there. Right. Dana-Farber is a unique opportunity. They have a well-known, well-established second opinion program. So if I have a patient who's got maybe something unusual and it's it's someplace that patients want to go because Boston is Boston and Dana-Farber is a, a leading um, center. They're part of that consortium of uh, top cancer facilities that make the rules that go into a, a cancer program and what you should have for services. Literally, we can get people down there within two weeks, 
and you will see an entire team. You will see an oncologist, a radiation specialist. You're gonna see a surgeon, a plastic surgeon, all in one visit. And then they can say, you know, yes, reassure you what you're planning to do is good, or, you know, yes, we agree with this. We can offer you these possibilities. Um, but the other thing is, if it's something that you might be eligible for what's called a clinical trial, um, and it's not necessarily the old-fashioned, oh, you get this or you don't get this. It may just be participating in a lifestyle change. Um, we can do that for you here through them. They're offering it, but we can do it for you up here. So it gives people that opportunity, and it also gives us access to training for our nursing staff, um, our navigators, and some of the specialty programs. Dr. Catherine O'Connor with St. Mary's Maine and St. Mary's Health Systems. Final thoughts, words of advice during this month of breast cancer awareness. Be aware, but don't be frightened. Breast cancer is not the, the big boogeyman everybody dies like it was 50 years ago. We have so many options. It is so specialized to the individual. So what happened to your grandmother 30 years ago is not what's gonna happen to you. Um, if you find something on a breast self-exam, bring it to somebody's attention. If you're afraid to get a mammogram because it might find something, it might find something, but let's intervene, find out what it is, and then make a decision. Don't assume that everything's cancer. The majority of time it's not. Catherine O'Connor, Dr. Catherine O'Connor, surgeon at St. Mary's Health System, specializes in breast and general surgery. Find them online at stmarysmain.com. The office seven 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 eight two six three. Again, stmarysmain.com. Dr. O'Connor, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks A lot of good information. Me. Thank you. Thanks for being in. We'll have more on the way. You listen to Maine's Big Z.